Welcome to Craft Conversations, where we craft a conversation with influential, interesting, and fun guests from around town, and we talk a little bit about craft beer. We are your hosts, Brian Dales. And I'm Caleb Choir. Welcome to the podcast. This week, we welcome Dan Riley. He's a very talented local singer-songwriter, and on this week's episode, we talked craft beer, Waffle House, Ultra Running, Catholic School, and so, so much more. Oh, and we even got a few tunes out of it. We hope you enjoy it. over there I bought it when I graduated high school and I'm like man that's embarrassingly long ago at this point no that's super cool though yeah, yeah. yeah that you still have it still relevant yeah. still works yeah. I mean it's still a, a, a good piece of equipment I guess yeah. it wasn't yeah, just no, a cheap thing that you got so yeah I don't have a single piece of art equipment that I had from ages past really? everything is different and new in and out yeah basically <laughs> a lot of times I just don't even use it so I just get rid of it because it's just taking up too much space yeah 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 no i i i love my instruments so i can't don't yeah i feel like that's different one (laughs) like even if it was broken i'd probably keep it in a closet somewhere yeah Yeah. i do have a bunch of cameras oh yeah like that old camcorder over there doesn't even work yeah i have a bunch of growlers (laughs) 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 that's my instrument (laughs) (laughs) that's about choice yeah Right. Speaking of tone that. out of those jugs. Yeah. Probably. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, we can make some music with this. There you go. You should just play the growler. All right. Um, You're on the jug. You're on the drums. I like the guitar. <sighs> the drums are definitely decoration at this point. Ooh. Yeah. I'll take I'll take the challenge though. You, you yeah. guys need to get a drummer in here though, right? For I gotta figure out audio things yeah, first. That talked, terrifies we, me. Yeah, we talked about it earlier, but <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen tonight, but, but speaking of music, I mean, we're here with Dan Riley, right? I mean, that's yeah. why we're here tonight. Musician, uh, Mr. local Dan Somerville. Riley. Um, you just play in Somerville. Do you do Charleston gigs too? Mm-hmm. Do you do anything throughout the state, other states? What? Yeah. I mean, I do a little bit, um, like I haven't done anything in Charleston for, for a while. It's a, uh, mostly stick up in Somerville. I've got, you know, married, got four kids, like I'm not looking to play gigs till one in the morning. Right. So like the, the out between hours of like seven and ten are good for me because I want to get in bed too because I'm 42. <laughs> I know we started a little bit late here tonight, so I don't know how long we got you for, oh, but no, hopefully it's I'll a, be all right. I'll be all right. Yeah. Okay. I drank some coffee before I came. So. Oh man, I had too much coffee today. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a problem actually, but. I think I had eight shots of espresso today. Oh what? Yeah. I don't think. I know I did. Okay. Um, so I'm maybe a little jittery, a little wired, but. Uh, I wonder if you had 10, if you would just forget that you had 10. No. I thought I had a lot. I, I had three cups of coffee, and I'm like, man, I really slammed the coffee today. Yeah. I mean, I was stressing out about the show today, and I was doing some research, and I was kind of listening to some podcasts and doing some other stuff, and I just. I usually have a four shot. You know, uh, breve, which is with half and half, espresso, uh, latte. So four shots, and I got done with it, and I said, I just give me another one. And they were like, what are you crazy? <laughs> your heart is going to explode. And I said, man, I got shit explode. to do. I got a late night coming up. I got a podcast to, to get into. So, yeah, just hit me with it. Oh, Stop Mr. Hard at, work you know, Just here. do your job. Just give me the freaking coffee ass. <laughs> so they gave it to me. Well, yeah, after that. Yeah. I mean, who's going to not give you a coffee after that? I know. Yeah. It sounded like you needed another one for sure. Yeah. 
Speaking of needing <laughs> something, how about some beer, man? Okay, yeah. We started a conversation. We don't even have a beer to open, but... I know. So, what are we going with today? We got... Um, we're going to open up two bottles because they're both 12 ounces, so we're going to have 24 ounces of beer. That's eight ounces a piece, right? I didn't want to yes. short anybody any beer, which is open one 12 ounce. <laughs> I so, so angry if I got the, the low cap. <laughs> so, they're both the same beer. Um, we talked about it the other night with oh. Mike Carcut. Uh, Carcut. Yeah. So, he was on the other night, and we kind of uh, were drinking some beer. We got into a conversation about what uh, kind of one of his first beers was that he kind of drank that was craft or whatever. And he talked about the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Um, don't know if you yeah. ever had it or not. Yeah, out of Sierra Nevada good, in yeah. California. So I said, you know what? Why don't we try their flagship beer? And I'm going to be honest. I don't even know what year they made it, but it's uh, probably back in the late 90s, I would assume. We could look it up if we wanted to. But So we decided we're going to start with this pale ale, and then we're going to go to one of their new offerings that they just released here in 2018 and kind of compare oh, cool. their original flagship, uh, flagship beer to their <laughs> new ship, is what I call it, the new ship beer. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's what we're going to do. Cool. So we're going to pour this. You ready? About that? Yeah, I was listening to that podcast on the way over here. It's good stuff. So Thank really you. I appreciate it. it. Yeah. So we'll open both of these. We'll pour both of these guys. Man, I don't that's know the last time I had a paleo, um, specifically from Sierra Nevada. Right. Yeah, it's been a while. It's, it's probably been a while. Too, so. they, they've had so many new things that have come out here recently. Um, they're, they're catching up and we'll talk about it here shortly but they're catching up with all the new new england style ipa craze that's going around yeah oh, so much reaching going on so this is going to be definitely different than what everybody is drinking these days right these these guys are kind of the originators we'll give you a tad bit more oh, here dan right, thank you I gotta get the last four. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. There. I'm gonna give my, myself <laughs> oh, no, the last four. Just Good a tiny bit. All right. All right. So, if I look at Untapped here, it says uh, the Sierra Nevada Brewing Company Pale Ale. It's our most popular beer. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale is a delight. Delightful interpretation of a classic style, has a deep amber color and an exceptionally full bodied, complex character. Generous quantities of premium Cascade hops. Give the pale ale its fragrant bouquet and spicy flavor. Um, 5.6 ABV, 38 IBUs, so kind of low on the bitterness scale. Yeah. But yeah, there we go. That's good. And who writes those descriptions? They must pay a lot of money for the, the, the descriptions are so There's probably like a <laughs> social media person. Yeah, sometimes it can be the brewery, uh, the brewery itself that puts these descriptions in here and uploads the the beer. But a lot of times the um, the user, like myself, I might right. go to check it in. It's not in there yet, and I go ahead and create the beer. Um, so sometimes it's fans, sometimes it's the brewery itself. Oh, I never knew that. I would say that this is probably Sierra Nevada that wrote this description up in here. Yeah, I would say so. You know what I was thinking about the other day? <clears throat> As I continually wiped beer from my mustache every single time I took a drink. Is there something that blocks your mustache so that you can... I saw something on Shark Tank one time. So you can drink beer? Really? I wonder if it's... Shark Tank? I think so, yeah. Man, I was wondering, because it sounds like just stupid enough that someone has already thought of it. 
And I didn't have the time to look yet. I know they have the mugs that have it for like mustache. That's right. I've seen those. So really, I was thinking of something that would attach to your keys, maybe, and it would just like oh, would like sit. <laughs> yeah, so it would like maybe I don't know somehow change size so you could hit different cups. Man, that's that's. An I don't have that problem anymore. I know, but it's got to have like something on the bottom though to keep it from falling off. Like yeah. I'm so conf- I'm kind of conflicted about it, really. Why? Well, I had this big beard, and I think a lot of people liked it, and it kind of fit the uh, the beer connoisseur guy and the bartender guy. But once I quit Lowe's, I said, you know what? Screw this beard, man. I'm done with it. I, I was the bartender guy, and now fuck it, I'm not. So I shaved it off, and then people said, you know, I look ten years younger. So why am I going to grow? <laughs> why am I going to grow the beard back well, if I look ten cool. years younger? Yeah, I didn't like it. If, if I had some color in it, because my beard comes out just nothing but white. I look like Santa Claus. <laughs> and people call me Santa Claus. And I'm, I don't want that. I want it's so good. Santa Claus the other day. Yeah, it was probably me. Like, Did I have a beard? Like, that is not Santa. That's awesome. <laughs> I always think that. If and I see anyone the, that even remotely looks like a Santa, I'm like, come on. It's you, isn't it? And I know it is. <laughs> And then what was that? We were checking out one night at Lowe's when I still worked there. We were both working. I checked out. The girl said, I was a fun grandpa, is what she called me. And that was about the time I said, I'm done with this place, man. Screw this place. A fun grandpa. I don't even have Went home kids. and immediately just, I'm going to shave my beard off. Yeah. You're a boring lady. I'm a young grandpa. grandpa. It was so hard. I mean, to be called a fun grandpa, I guess, was kind of yeah. good, but... This grandpa was, was too much. <laughs> it was too much for me. Well, speaking of grandpa, so you mentioned earlier you got a wife and you got four kids. So how long have you been married? I've been married for seven years. Nice. Yeah, I, yeah uh, May 8th is my anniversary. So okay. Anniversary coming up, yep. Very cool. Ooh. May 8th. Yeah. Seven years. I don't have any was... surprises planned for her. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better. You better have something. Seven years. That's that's a good time. I was married twenty plus years, and uh, it all crashed and burned. But you know, more power to you. Good luck. No, well, oh I, I was married. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, I do, I feel like I do have good luck because I was married before as well, and I know okay what that can go like. My first two, my fourteen and twelve year old are from my first marriage. So all right, I know how that can go, and. Uh, it was good now, so yeah, <laughs> good. good. Well, I'm, I'm sure it was good before, but now it's it's good again. Yeah, so yeah. that's good. Yeah, nice. So 14, 12, you said. Yeah. And then what's Four the other two? two? Four and two. Man, that's a big spread. Yeah, yeah uh, it's awesome though. I, man, I'm just I'm so thankful. Like all my kid, you know, all of them have their moments, like any kid does. But they're they're such good kids for the most part. Yeah. Um, sweet and like care about people you know so that's uh all i feel like i can really ask for yeah that's awesome and i can i tell you i can see from your videos and your facebook you know i've kind of stalked you a little bit over the past couple of days trying to get to know you a little bit before you came in and um i can see that i can see that your kids are probably really good kids because you seem like you got a really good heart and you, you care about people and you're out there trying to to make the world a better place it looks like yeah, at least through music or whatever but yeah, their mom is awesome too. Like she's better at the, like explaining things to children than I've ever seen. Like I, you know, the way I was raised and the way I think a lot of people are raised, like kids are not necessarily to be seen and not heard, but like 
your kid when it comes down to it. Right. Right. We're, we don't need to explain this to you. We don't like. We don't feel that it's necessary. Right. But my it's, wife makes that extra effort. Like. I, I, I learned so much from her. Like, wow, I <laughs> I need to do better because she's, she's really knocking it out of the park there. So right, yeah. and I great. agree. Sometimes you know you just got to say, look, it's just because I said so. You know, that's what my mom yeah, used to no, tell me. You know, because I said so. That's why. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's kind of good to maybe not over-explain, but yeah, let's explain a little bit why I think this way, and yeah. uh, you'll get a better understanding with it, and hopefully you'll push that forward. Yeah. Right? That's a fine I mean, line what are you laughing sure. about, Ken? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, no, what are you, you talking to, you about? Can't sit there and, uh, keep that to yourself. We have the same fucking position right now. <laughs> In the same. We're both wearing khaki chinos. pants. Yeah. I know. Like, <laughs> sh- fuck. All right. Well, you guys are twins. Yeah. Well, we didn't co-host. <laughs> this is the uniform, apparently. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> khaki pants. No one sent me the message. <laughs> You're left out now, but oh man, I'm sorry. That's okay. But yeah, no, I agree. Like over explaining, I that's my like when I do explain, I tend to like go tell them way too much, and they're like checked out a minute, mm-hmm. like right two minutes. Yeah, that's minutes, the so balance that you got to have yeah. is what's getting through and what's just kind of going out the other side of the head mm-hmm. because they checked out. Yeah, I did that all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Caleb checks out on me all the time when I'm yeah. talking to him. I'm really good at it. <laughs> like, they even notice like at work. <laughs> oh, yeah, when I'm at work and there's nothing going on, I can just look forward and... I mean, I'm thinking about stuff, but I'm not doing anything physically. I am a statue at this point. <laughs> and I can hear people talking, but I don't even, like, listen. I can't hear it, like, like understand what they're saying. And then all of a sudden I'll hear my name over and over again and it checks me right back in. I feel like uh, Secret Life of Walter Schmitty. Walter Mitty. Yeah. Walter yeah, Mitty. That's yeah. what I feel like. So Who was that guy? It was Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and the, there was actually an old Secret Life of Walter Mitty and I think it was... I did not know that. I didn't know it was a remake either. I think... It, <clears throat> who's the guy that played Barney Fife? Um, I know all That actor, I did. Yeah, he was on uh, Three's Company. Here, um, I will look it up. Since we don't have, I I think it it was the guy to do this. Really? But so let me ask you, Caleb: Is that like when you're zoned like that? Do you? Oh man, I have so many questions for you now. But like, is it a med? Do you feel like it's kind of a meditative state? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm just kind of going through what I need to do at what point and what step allows me to get to the next step. At the same time that I'm thinking about other things that I have to do in the future mm-hmm. and seeing what I can fit in between. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound meditative at all, Caleb. That sounds like work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, I guess I could see that. You're organizing. Like, but it makes me... Get it mic eases my anxiety yep, no problem. Yeah. when I have the, the plan set up. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally get that. So I guess it's just decluttering my mind, which in yeah. my brain is meditating no yeah that's awesome so i can just focus on the next step that's so cool. although i guess the entire time i'm focusing on like eight steps ahead so i don't know i'm getting too deep now do you feel refreshed <laughs> like I, that's that was the other thing i thought it's like if you could just like kind of zone like that do you feel like kind of refreshed when you come back from it or, oh yeah. yeah absolutely that's, cool. that's so cool it's like yeah. mowing the lawn i have to like literally like try to reach that state like i have to make effort to um, but it's cool that you can just kind of 
<laughs> I feel like you're a yogi and you don't know it, man. Like, oh, without maybe the, do know the yoga, I just don't know. I can't. I mean, do I have to do yoga well to be a yogi? I don't think so. Or no, maybe I mean like a guru. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, jeez, something like that. I'm a guru now. <laughs> Getting there. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. You need a little more instruction, but you'll you'll get there. Oh man, what inspiring Are you words! Are a trainer? Yeah, I'm his trainer. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no. No. But speaking of that, how do you guys even know each other? I mean, you know, Caleb was a guy that recommended that you be on the show. He was uh, just Thanks, man. amazed you by it. you and said you'd be a great guest, and uh, he really liked you a lot. And I don't even know how you guys met, how you guys got involved with each other. Well, we were married once. <laughs> nice. So that's the first one. That was the first one. Yeah. <laughs> She's no, that makes me the so wife. Much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> changed so much. My hair betrays me. <laughs> oh, Let's man. see. How Did we meet through the coffee shop or I through think, Whitney? I think through the coffee shop. Okay. First, yeah. So yeah. he yeah, plays just, music at Coastal, and I worked at Coastal. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, like we said, for a lot of years. That makes sense. I didn't know if you met him at uh, Homegrown or Coastal. But Coastal makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, Coastal. Actually, I don't really see you at Homegrown. I mean, I'm there sometimes, but I have four kids. Man. <laughs> oh, no, I totally. I mean, I just started being there more often. So Yeah, no, I'm actually playing there on the 28th. I mean, do you have a regular gig Absolutely. up there? Is that like the fourth Friday of the month or something like that? Um, it's not It's not regular. Um, I've played, like, I've been playing there for the past couple of years on and off, and I, I think Caleb would like it to be more regular. He, he's mentioned that, but I'm um, <laughs> just like I, we're having kids and trying to juggle schedules and stuff like that. Sure. Sometimes it's hard to commit to something on a steady basis. So uh, there have been times where I've like not done anything for like six or eight months, not played out at all. Right. And so I think <laughs> so. It's yeah. been a little sporadic, but um, I've seen your name on the you know on the chalkboard there and on I, the paper yeah, a couple of times, but oh, I've never man. had a chance to see you. But I've definitely seen you on there, and I thought it was a Friday thing, right? Normally Fridays. Yeah, yeah, usually. So yeah, homegrown and uh, coastal. I love both of those places, like venue wise, and they're just so homegrown. When it first opened, my wife wrote. She uh, she writes for Azalea magazine, so she wrote. You just tell me that today. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's really good. She wrote an article about Homegrown when it first opened, and so that's like how we met Caleb and uh, you know hit it off. Caleb's just you know such a. Like, He's talking about Caleb Taylor, right? Yeah, Caleb, by the Caleb way. Taylor, yeah. yeah. And what's oh, the wife's so, name? So oh, we can give her a shout story. out for Azalea. I mean, what's um, Jana? Jana Riley. Okay, yeah. and she still writes for the Az- mm-hmm. Azalea magazine. Yep, she writes for them. They have two other magazines they do as well. So okay, that's one of my favorite, favorite magazines of all time. It is such a they do it really well. It is yeah. like the design and layout. Is, the layout, the uh, artwork. I mean, everything it's is beautiful. Yeah. It's just the right amount of content in there. I yeah. like it a lot too. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, yeah, the thing that I love that they do is that when it comes to their feature articles, there are no advertisements within their feature articles, okay. which is, wow. I, I just think that's really cool because you can have like 20 interrupted, uninterrupted pages of just content. And it's like, this isn't like, you feel like you can actually read it instead of like, right. You could be a part you of don't the feel conversation. Like forcing you onto yeah. something else. I mean, it's yeah. just the content that they're interested in. So that's cool. But yeah, the reason I <clears throat> brought that up was just to say that's how, you know, how I met Caleb. And I just love, as soon as I walked in there, I just loved that place. It was so small. It's before he had the TVs up when he sold out. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh come on. 
Oh no! Ooh, oh, sorry, sorry. They Bring in the flame. They listen to uh, fanfare. They listen you know to the customers. He and I have a uh, um, grudge going. So yeah. You know, if he didn't have the TVs, I wouldn't have got to watch. Wouldn't have been able to watch. Grammar, the uh, fencing. Oh, tonight, yeah, we were it was so exciting. It was kind of exciting, actually. Being so sarcastic, it was really boring. <laughs> <laughs> what, they, think, what was fencing? Like, that it was, was that uh, on NBC? Or I college, have no it clue. It was college fencing, right? I don't even I don't know who was, uh, like who was playing or fencing or, or whatever. <laughs> like, it was just, that's what he had on TV. <laughs> but then we saw, because I don't watch fencing at all, but we saw, they're all, they're tethered. They got like a... A like tethered a, a string, oh, that's, like, that's thing on the back. Next level fencing. Yank and back. Fencing. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> level two. Are they trying to protect the the other person so they can pull them back if they're getting ready to that's stab them in the face? Stabbed, they don't have to walk out there to pull you. In. <laughs> yeah, just drag it's like know. a giant hook. It's I don't understand. Tag. If anybody so. understands it, please email us at craftconversationspod at gmail. <laughs> <laughs> And explain what the tethering on fencing is includes all about. sources and have it in MLA format, please. Yes. And synopsis. <laughs> I need to know. We could look it up right now, but I'm not going to waste time. Yeah, on I don't know. Yeah. Like Somebody, please tell us what the tethering is in college fencing. Yeah, I don't even know. Out of all the options, that that was what he had up there. So it's not even like he's right. using the TV as well. <laughs> well, he had he had. Uh, Major League Baseball on the other one, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, that was no, all right. I'll give him credit. It's kind for that of relevant, one. and the other one's kind of obscure, which he does. It's kind of, it's oh, kind see, of funny no, now that, that you think a about good it. Balance though, you got yeah. like <laughs> something like All American Baseball and fencing. Right. Yeah. All right. So all right. Like, a little something. Yeah, for no props on that. That's I think pretty he, funny. I think he uh, pulled it off. All right. Well, plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what's next? Well, none of us have finished our beer yet, so we're not going to the oh, next yeah. one. What's next? Yeah. So, <laughs> what's today? Monday. So, yesterday you just did a Porsche Jam. Yeah. I didn't make it out there. I apologize. I, t- I think I told right. you I was going to try and make it out there. I did try, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> I mean, but, it's the um, effort, how did that, that, go? It's effort that counts, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really want to, and we've got another one coming up May 13th. Yep, May 13th. Yeah, so... I want to get out there for the next one for sure. But how did that go yesterday? It was a lot of fun. Um, the, we had probably over the three hours, I would say between 50 to 60 people come out. Nice. And uh, and this is where? It's at it the uh, Knightsville General Store. So they've got like a really cool, just an old house that turn, it's turned into a general store. Found out about that through my wife too. She like introduces <laughs> me to all the cool things apparently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... It, you know they got a really nice front porch and they've got a front yard so people can just set up lawn chairs and blankets and stuff and then we set up uh excuse me the musicians on the front porch so yeah we had uh i want to say 16 different uh musicians what play. yeah nice so it's, it's pretty awesome isn't over it? four hours right like one to four yeah uh, three well hours, th- yeah three, three hours, hours. Yeah. yeah and so um it's the thing that like that I really that I love about it is just that to everybody like you got get such a variety of people and um you know that might not be for everybody but it's just cool to see like we had uh an 11 year old and her father play oh, and neat. she sang Hotel California and like <laughs> nailed it nice. Layla and Brian Anderson they did awesome um and then uh <clears throat> we have uh 
I do know. I don't know if you guys know Bart Farmer or he goes by Arjuna also, but he does like not. he does this really cool like Indian uh, mantras and stuff, and yeah. like he plays guitar and plays the flute and stuff. And you know, again, it might not be everybody's cup of tea, but it's like it's something that's here in the community. You know, I think being open minded and welcoming to like different styles of music and you know all different skill levels is just. I think that's what builds community and draws people together. So, right. Um, so was it like an open mic type thing, like amateurish, or was it just like kind of? I mean, I don't want to so call them not legit le- musicians. Yeah. But. No. 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 I understand the question. So it is. It's it's similar to an open mic in that I'm not like, you know, trying to set some certain bar that you have to meet before you can be a part of it. Right. You know, the way that I work it is. You know, the less I know and have heard you, when you first, you know, when you first play, is you'll probably get one or two songs, and then once we hear what it sounds like, we can, you know, give you a, a little bit more of a time right. slot. But you know, trying to get in as many people as possible, the time slots are limited anyway. So, but um, I really kind of, uh, I have to admit, this setting up the the porch jam was really kind of selfish, <laughs> <laughs> because because I do have four kids and I am limited on time when I saw it I was like this is somewhere I could bring my family and like oh it's a good idea you know coastal is great to hang out with but even with small kids like they're wanting to climb on the coffee bean bags and they're like yeah I'm trying to play music and my wife's like pulling them off of the shelf (laughs) you know it's like you know this is just an open space where the kids can just run around and go nuts and play while the parents are able to see them and enjoy some music and some company so sure um yeah but it's cool but yeah so you know looking for gigs that are like end before nine o'clock at night are it's kind of hard so i was like well mid-afternoon on a sunday that's you know right after church and gives people time to do what they feel like they need to do and then come out and kick back all right absolutely and is it already booked for May 13th? Are you still looking for other people to, to join or what? Uh, yeah, I'm always looking for other people. We, we're we pretty booked already. And we've got <clears> some, <throat> man, May 13th is going to be awesome. We've got some really good um, Yeah, the weather people. should be perfect at that point. I mean, it was probably perfect yesterday. But yeah, it was a nice. Little chilly, it was a little but... chilly at first, but it warmed up. But, um, yeah, we've got on May 13th, there's um, this uh, young girl from uh, Somerville High School named Faith Schuler. She's like... Man, her voice, like, she just knocks it out of the park. She's got an awesome voice. Um, she's playing. And then uh, another guy, Clayton Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know Clayton? He's Yeah, we're going to have... Yeah, we talked to him the other night. Yeah, we saw him at uh, Old Trolley. Yeah. yeah. Public house. Cool. Yeah, Clayton. I just met Clayton uh, at the last Sports Jam, but I've uh, been getting to know him a little bit. Seems like a really cool guy. Um, and But he plays... Oh, he's great. Like, he sounds awesome. And, and they... Clayton and uh, Faith like did some duetting at the Flower Town Festival this past weekend, so I convinced them to uh, do some of that at the Porch Jam. So it's should be, <laughs> yeah, it should be Very pretty cool. good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that actually because yeah. we really enjoyed Clayton the other night. We're gonna we talked to him. We're gonna have him, try and have him on. He's very excited about it. Do we have him scheduled at all? No, no, not yet. All right, but he's interested. Yeah, Clayton, cool, up and comer. Yeah, young, young dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's got he's got an awesome voice. Like, and his uh, original stuff is is well written too. It's good. So very nice. Yeah, yeah. That's what I uh, had to ask the bartender. I was like, "Hey, is this guy playing covers or are these originals?" He's like, "I'm pretty sure they're originals." I'm like, "Oh, 
All right. Yeah. That's cool. I got to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is what I like about you. You play mostly originals from what I understand, right? I mean, yeah. You don't do a lot of covers because why? <laughs> I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> lazy, no. but it seems like it's more work to, to write your own damn song well, when somebody's already done the work for you. I don't know. From my perspective, um, when I got my first guitar, I, so my father plays guitar. I have two older brothers that also play guitar, but in my family, it was kind of like everyone for themselves. It's like they would show you, like, show me a chord or two, but that was like, it was no like lessons or anything like that. My old, my, not my oldest brother, but the one between me and him, he's like, he's just really good, you know, gifted musician. He can pick up pretty much, I've seen him just pick up an instrument he's never seen before. And within five minutes, it sounds like he knows what he's doing. That's crazy. And so he's just, he's got a, a gift in that way. And so when he was like 16 or 17 and I was like 13, when I first started playing, he was playing like Van Halen, Joe Satriani, Steve Vai. Wow. Like just Those like are big names. Like do, yeah, doing all this stuff. And I'm like, hey Pat, can you show me some stuff? And he's like, yeah, just do this. And then he'd like play this <laughs> Joe Satriani like riff. And I'm like, what do you, what'd you do? And he's like, you just go like this. And that's <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm never gonna learn anything from you. Yeah, and I mean, all those guys so, are what, what's that called? The finger? Yeah, uh, harmonics and yeah, all that. All so, those yeah. guys are like that same style. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, that, like, I just kind of was like, well, I'm just going to learn chords. I actually met um, a guy who wrote a lot of uh, original stuff, and so we would jam together sometime. Man, Jay LeMay. I haven't thought of that name in a long time, but uh, he was a cool dude, and um, we would hang out and just play each other, you know, our songs that we're working on and work on stuff together. But, yeah, so um, I just started, you know, I tried to learn some songs that were popular at the time and I was like, this is just too much work. Like I just like these songs are just coming to me. Like I can just write them and write my own stuff. And so, so I started doing and been doing it ever since. And I, I have learned some covers now because <laughs> I, I have a family that likes some songs that they might want to recognize now and then. Right. So, um, but, and I enjoy playing them that playing them too, for sure. So, what do you find is the hardest part of being a musician? Uh, just time, man. Like enough time <laughs> well to do said. it. Like you know, um, I w wish I had all the time to that in the world to do it, but you know, I don't. And so that was one thing that was kind of cool. Um, this past weekend, I was out at the Flower Town Festival, and my in-laws have a house right on South Main, like right down from where the rides are. I think this are. is what I want to ask them about. <laughs> oh my God, Did yes. Yeah. I forgot. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh no, it's okay. It's exciting. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just set up like out in front of their house, like just in their yard next to the <clears> sidewalk and just was playing out there randomly. And then I had a couple friends come out. Uh, Matthew Crispin. I don't know if you guys know Matthew. Yeah. Yeah, Matthew's a super cool dude. He's like the one of the most positive people you'll ever meet. Just like if you you if you're not friends with him on Facebook, add him. I promise he will add you. We're friends. Okay. He post like and when he when it. he posts stuff, it's so positive. He's like, "Good morning." Like you're special. Have a great day. Or like you're special and you're loved. He says stuff like that. And I'm like, thank you, man. Like I feel special and loved right now. <laughs> That's nice. super cool. Yeah, we need more of that. For yeah. Sure. So he's, he's awesome. And he's a gr like really good musician. He's only been playing for like two years, but he's got this cool voice. That's just like, 
it's not like anyone I've heard around like around here or in a while. It, it almost has like a kind of an emo sound to it, but he's like does like Tom Petty and Neil Young are some of the covers that he'll do. Hmm. But his original stuff is like just just really uplifting stuff too. So. So he's singer songwriter, just yeah, guitar or whatever. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and so he came out and played, and uh, and then Butch, um, you know Martin Butcher, that's his actual name. Oh, no. You guys, I don't think so. He's been hosting the longest running open mic night in Charleston at the Ice House wow. every Sunday night from ten to one. Butch, uh, he's the yeah, Ice House in Somerville. Yep. Okay. Yep. Upstairs, downstairs. Upstairs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so he's been doing that for 15 years. Oh wow. my god! And that was when I—that's actually when I first met him, like years ago. Um, we met 15 years ago, and then we lose touch for like four or five years, and we see each other. But anyway, long story short, Butch has been—he's been doing that open mic for 15 years, and he's been playing like four or five nights a week for the past 10 or 15 years too. Like he's—he's he's been in it for sure. Um, so they came out and played at two at the flower town festival, but that was cool. I was just, uh, set up out there and was playing and it came to me and I don't know why, like, I feel like I never acknowledged this before, but I was like, I love, like, I love playing music for people. Like it just brings <laughs> me joy. And like to be able to sit there and know there are like hundreds of people just walking by and just hearing hearing me play music i don't know why i love that <laughs> like no, it seems awesome, kind of weird though. but like I, it just occurred like and i've always known that i that i like it i enjoy it obviously i want to do it but um i never realized that like i love it it's awesome that's super cool Thanks. right so what i was talking about <clears throat> so i was pulling up some videos you know like i said i want to get to know you and kind of get to know your music a little bit before you came on so i could have something to talk about but um I saw a video, and I think it was from this past weekend. Maybe it was a, a, a previous Azalea Festival, but it looked like you were sitting out in front of somebody's yard, maybe in the park somewhere, and uh, you were playing some music. And all of a sudden, a guy came up with a cajon. Was that just this weekend? That was my cajon, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you knew the guy. No, I didn't know the guy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. So you had God. the cajon just sitting there, and somebody came up and said they wanted to play with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And then a couple kids came up, <laughs> and the kids were, like, just disrupting everything. They were trying to play your <laughs> guitar. Yeah, they were beating on the cajon. They were all in the frame and stuff, and you were like, hey, back back up a little bit. We're trying to play some music here. Yeah. And then you guys jammed a little bit, and I thought it was just hilarious that these kids were just out of control, just coming up messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you handled it very well, and then the mom came around eventually. Oh, actually, that was my of, wife. That, oh, was it yeah, your wife? Yeah, she, she, she was like corralled him. She's like standing. She was off camera. She's like, "Whose kids are these?" And I'm like, "I have no idea. I don't see the parents <laughs> anywhere. There's five, like five of them. I don't right. know where they came from." <laughs> cool. So yeah, so she, she came around. She and corralled them. Like, yeah, yeah, and then you yeah. guys jammed out a little bit, and it was yeah. great. It yeah. was fantastic. But I thought it was just hilarious. These kids came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it was. It just disrupted the whole scene. <laughs> yeah, that in that kid. That came up. His name is Gus. He's a like he's I see. And they weren't rude about it. I mean, they were just being kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just interested and intrigued and whatever. (laughs) But but yeah, yeah. Yeah, Those kids. Oh, I don't know if you saw after that. Was that? Oh yeah, yeah. It was one of those kids. They he wanted me to play like a song, like some kind of song for him. I was like, so what kind of song do you want? He's. I was like, do you like bunnies? Like, because I have this bunny song I play for my kids, and. uh 
He's like, no, I like sharks. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. It's <laughs> like, I want a shark song. And I was like, you got it. So I played a shark song for him. You had one just queued like, up. He was like, I, well, it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't know, though. He was too, like, I was hoping we would maybe get a chance to hear that shark song. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't remember it at oh. all. Other than to say that it was about blue sharks. He said it had to be about blue sharks. <laughs> and blue sharks are the fastest in the ocean. And I was like, okay, blue sharks are the fastest in the ocean. That's my lyrics right there. Very so, cool. But uh, yeah, so the kid that came up that played the, played the cajon, he came up and he put a tip in the jar and he, he was like, yeah, I finished my song. He was like, hey, um, could I jam with you? Like, could I play the cajon? And I was like, and not, you know, I was just expecting like whatever. Usually when people are kind of kind of timid with the cajon, yeah. like people don't know to hit it hard and then when he sat down and started playing i was like oh my god this is yeah, awesome. he did great. <laughs> like, and, and i told caleb today i thought it was maybe set up that maybe you staged this guy to come in <laughs> yeah was, i thought it was very good no and uh so his his mom actually works at the knightsville general store is what i found out afterwards so it was like a, kind of like a weird connection i tried to get him to come out to the porch jam but he wasn't able to make it he had some other stuff going on but yeah that was that was a lot of fun <laughs> it did seem like I enjoyed it. Yeah, those That's kids crazy. were hilarious. Oh, oh my goodness. Faces painted with like shark faces. And, you know. <laughs> a blue shark. Blue shark, yeah. Fastest in the ocean? Or was it sea? Fast, yeah, in the ocean. Oh, in the ocean. Yep, the entire ocean. Oh. Not the sea, because the sea is like a smaller segment of an ocean usually. Oh. So, or like off of an ocean. Really? Yeah, like the, think about it. Oh. Mediterranean Sea is kind of separated from the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, that's a good okay. point. Yeah, the ocean yeah. is bigger. Yeah. I guess. The Baltic Sea is like separated from the ocean. All Makes right. sense. The Dead Sea. Yeah. yeah. All those seas. They like they're something. not necessarily completely surrounded by land with like a lake, but usually they're like inland somewhere. Right. I don't know. What's a free lesson, everybody? <laughs> I don't know. Like that's just, <laughs> that, I totally just made that up. Right oh, now. man. <laughs> no. I don't know. no, that's what I always assumed. Because when you look at the I map. I think that sounds seas, right. Like that's what, that, what they're like. So Yeah. Hmm. Eventually, we want to have a TV here somewhere where we're going to be fact-checking, and we'll, oh, yeah. we'll show you a screen, and we'll scroll up, and we'll Hopefully take a look at some shit. we'll have a screen Not here, tonight. and then just another person hidden away in a lost closet that can definitely going to hire somebody that's going to yeah. do all that stuff for us. Man, that would be sitting that behind would be so the Ninja cool. Turtle. If anybody wants to interview, please uh, <laughs> email Yeah, any interns want to come up? <laughs> You gotta just put. We that got on. empty glasses, right? We have no oh, glasses yeah. right now, so. There we go. To, uh, <clears throat> let's open our second beer, and then we'll kind of go from there. Cool. So this will be a comparison. This is the new. Right. Beer. Yeah, we decided. Um, you know, like I said, we talked the other night about the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, and then we talked about the Torpedo. Sure did. Um, I didn't want to get the Torpedo. There's so many new things out there from Sierra Nevada. I said, well, why don't we get something new? And compare the old to the new, right? Yeah. So that's what we've done. I went out and found a, a hop box, I guess. I had four different um, experimental hop stuff from Sierra Nevada. So this is the experimental hop IPA. I'm assuming it's 2018. I think it is. Um, if I look at this thing on the description, the new style in IPAs is to... Highlight heavy hop aroma with intense bitterness, and this lightly hazy IPA does just that. It features the native-grown FZMR2 hop varietal known for its 
mango forward flavors and the HBC 472 hop, which adds notes of toasted wood and vanilla. So we're going to have some mango in there, a little toasted wood, vanilla. Sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds interesting. <clears throat> so we got two of these as well, 12 sounds ounce like cans. Pretty, pretty strong hop is what it said there. Yeah. Probably going to be a little bitter and uh, a little sweet as well from the mango. I am excited. Are you ready? Too, you yeah. get in the back of the can? Oh, they both look the same, the back and the front. All right. I'm ready, man. Let's, Let's do this. Out of the way. We're going to pop this can. Oh. Pop. <clears throat> we'll get uh, Dan set up here first. Yes. Give him the Wicked Weed glass. Nice. Congratulations. <clears throat> Thank you. How do you feel about Wicked Weed? I like it. It's good. Good. Have you actually had any? Yeah. Do you like the sours or do you like pernicious? Yeah, uh, I feel so snobby right now. Yeah, I, you know, I'm sorry. I when I've, I I've had this, someone gave it to me and told me what it was, I, and I don't remember. Man. I think that's good enough. I'm the, A little more. Dan. I'm the I'm the worst at remembering like what makes what beers what, and like my music equipment. Like I know the the chords plug in where they plug in but what model guitar do i play i don't know what model my guitar is and i get asked that stuff all the time and i feel like such a um poser i'm like i don't know my guitar model like that's fantastic yeah. well i read a a synopsis of you on uh facebook i think on your facebook page dan riley music is that what it is yeah. um Something about your your first guitar that you got that you didn't you sand it down and paint it or something? Is that the the guitar you no, have here I, today? No, no, I don't. Okay. I don't have that anymore. It was a piece of. So junk. what's the story on that? <laughs> so uh, yeah, my uncle had this guitar in his basement. That beer's good. Yeah. Um, he had this guitar in his basement, and yeah, we need to talk about the just beer. Been okay. sitting there for uh, however long, broken strings, just like in the corner, being neglected and. <clears throat> You know, I kick myself now for what I did to it because it was it was a natural natural wood, but it was a hard body hard body electric, and um, I I took it, but it was kind of banged up, and so I was like, ah, I'm just gonna like paint it, and so I sanded it and I painted spray painted it green and yellow. <laughs> That's what I remember here. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah, and I'm like thinking back, I'm like, what it was like. <laughs> What was I thinking? That doesn't make sense. And I didn't know that guitars are supposed to be, you know, set up a certain way. So I, I just pulled the neck off of it and stuff and like oh. sanded everything and then put it back together. I mean, it played oh, decently enough for me to start learning how to play. And my father had this acoustic that had been in our basement and the action on the, like, you know, the action, the distance between the neck and the strings. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It was like, to two inches on it. the guitar it had bowed because it was in the humidity in the basement up in Rhode Island where I grew up and so I learned to play on that and that was you know you hear about people's fingers bleeding when they learn yeah. how to play guitar and that was a finger splitter those guitar yeah, you strings push it are, further yeah yeah but um yeah so I took that guitar my uncle gave me and just sanded it down painted it put it back together and that's what I started learning on it was my my first official guitar Okay. So. And how old were you? It was eighth grade, so thirteen. Wow. Yeah, yeah, right around there. Right. And, and so haven't looked back. I mean, that's nah. what started it all. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, I started writing 
music pretty much just right as soon as I knew chords, uh, started writing my own stuff and. I was, man, I was a girl crazy teenager. <laughs> so you're, and, you're writing stuff for girls and stuff? I mean, was well, that your first music? I mean, I'm not going to answer that question. My, <laughs> my wife will be like, who are these bitches? Come on, man. That was, that was way back when. Yeah. Oh, no, she doesn't care, man. She'll take them out. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, so... I, you know, writing songs for girls or writing like love lorn love songs and you know or yeah. forlorn. I don't know what the word is for that, but yeah. So yeah, sappy stuff. Yeah. Uh but I wrote some decent stuff too. So Yeah. I have one song that um goes back to all the way back to tenth grade. It's a blues song that I play. And uh I had this I took guitar in high school for one year. Um and it, the teacher didn't know how to play guitar. He was he, he so he taught theory, but he was a piano player. And his name was uh, Mr. K. And Mr. K was. <laughs> and this was in Rhode Island. Yeah, in Rhode Island. Okay. And Mr. K was I forget what nationality he was, but just like a really lively, like kind of boisterous kind of guy. Had this big pot belly. His shirt never completely covered his pot belly. You nice. always got two inches at the bottom. <laughs> so a little midriffs going on with Mr. Oh. K. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was a cool he was a cool teacher though. He could turn any song into a polka. He'd take like Metallica, Enter Sandman, <laughs> and dun, 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 dun. <laughs> he'd turn any song into a polka. Nice. He, and uh, yeah, he played. Oh man, I'm going on about Mr. K, but he was pretty cool. He played music. Um, no, I mean, it sounds like he influenced you, so that's good. Yeah, he played music at this restaurant called the Venus de Milo. And so, and he was a little bit of hard, hard of hearing, so I used to do this joke. I kind of feel bad for this. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I would say, yep. I would say, hey, Mr. K. And this is like with all the class in there. He's like, yeah, Riley, Mr. K, you play at the penis this weekend? Oh, yeah, I played at the penis. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole class would like bust out laughing. Yeah. And uh yeah. So and he's like, Why is everybody laughing? Why is that funny? Right. Like, uh, but he yeah, he would get mad at me a lot. And I I was fortunately the type of kid who teachers would get really like frustrated with because I push it like right to that like that line. But I was funny enough and like nice enough to where I usually didn't get in trouble. So yeah. That was, mm. it was fun. I had a lot of fun in this class. Yeah, that seems to, to be where a lot of artists are, though. like the class clown growing up or whatever. Sometimes they're just quiet and didn't say anything. Maybe that was you. <laughs> yeah. But it seems like they were kind of outgoing and uh, extroverted, a little class clownish, whatever, disruptive, yeah. um, artistic, whatever. Yeah, I can't remember if there was a reason behind that story now, but I just got lost in Mr. K land for a minute. No. But I think I was just thinking about. Oh, the blue that I was talking about that blue song that I wrote, and actually he should he I learned twelve bar blues in his class, and so um, that and the blues pentatonic scale and that sort of thing, and so um, I wrote that song while I was in his class, and I st still play it from pretty much every gig. So right, yeah. it's amazing. That's really cool to me. I don't know why. Oh, thanks. It's a cool story. I don't think there's anything that I did art wise that long ago that I even remotely have anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or is it even like good enough <laughs> to acknowledge? <laughs> well, you said the other night something. I didn't say it was like, good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a t- it's a space filler. You got three hours to film it. Yeah. Got to do something. Hey, it blues, I mean, there's soul in it. It works. <laughs> right. Yeah. So is that how you would describe yourself? Blues? Yeah. I mean, I've always had difficulty describing myself because um, I do play like focus some focus kind of stuff some i would call it like alternative definitely i was like i grew up in the late 80s early 90s like that music was definitely a huge influence on me um so but at the same time i kind of like i'm drawn to folk i like a lot of old country new newer countries not my thing but like the old um Old country and old folk and old like blues a rockabilly and, type thing. Or? Yeah, I like that 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 stuff too. Yeah, and um, so it all kind of influenced me. I love Bob Dylan and um, you know that era. Of music. Yeah, I think you said focus or something on your on your yeah. website. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I say like uh, focus bluesy rock, something <clears throat> yeah. like that. Yeah, you should get that printed on a T-shirt. Yeah, it's focus. A good, it's a good description. I like it. <laughs> I would listen to that genre. <laughs> which I guess is already explained I enjoy your music so oh, it works <laughs> did you always stick to that kind of genre or did you what did you play like in the beginning what was your favorite or what was easy yeah, and comfortable so um, in the beginning it was more along like uh, probably mellow rock kind of stuff but also nice. like <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know how else to call it. My boy um, George. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah Culture exactly. Club, that's Little right. Wham. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> well, you said 80s, so that's. Yeah, yeah. No, that was er- earlier than my 80s. My 80s were. I don't even know what I was listening to in the 80s. I do remember. Uh, what's the, the guy that. Um, Joe. Na, 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 na. Uh, I forget. Where's the intern? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know. But yeah, so. But um, yeah, so I think yeah, my style's definitely evolved over time and evolving. Like I, I like a lot of. uh, I love to hear bluegrass music. um, You know, uh, a lot of there's a lot there's just so much different stuff out there that I think is hard. I think it kind of sometimes will fall under the name Americana. I really hate that word though. So I yeah, cannot it seems label to be around quite often lately. That. Yeah, I just you hear the hatred in your voice. I mean, and I'm sorry to people who love Americana. Like I truly <laughs> am, but just the word, the way it sounds when it comes out of my mouth, disgusts me. <laughs> I got I don't know why. Yeah, I could it's tell. The Anna at the end. I think I don't know. There's something about that. I can see that. I don't know. And, piranha and i don't even know what <laughs> like that, what words yeah i don't even know what that describes let's look, know, that, let's right? look that up what the hell does that even mean yeah and that's the thing too it's like what is americana, americana? is that any music that's made in america because that's literally all the music right yeah that's, that's way here. too vague yeah, yeah. If, if you're in south america or north america that's americana music yep so uh, but they're going to use other genre names i feel like to describe this because it doesn't exist on its own yeah. You figure it out. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, Americana 
is an amalgam of American music formed by the confluence of the shared and varied traditions that make up the musical ethos of the United States, specifically those sounds that are merged from folk, country, blues, rhythm and blues, rock and roll, and other external influences. Why so is this name happening all to of me? the genres <laughs> into one category? Right. Uh, but it just explained my music. It's like a melting exactly. pot. <laughs> I play Americana. Yeah, you play Americana <laughs> no. for sure. It's a melting pot of all those styles. Oh, man. What's happened to me? Brian, the bearer of bad news. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That's right. I, I mean, apparently I like Americana, so. Yeah, so tonight we're talking to Dan Riley, Americana aficionado. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I gotta change my Facebook page when I leave here. <laughs> exactly. Don't do it, man. Just hold on, just a little bit longer. I'm gonna yeah. stick with blues. Just folk, our focus bluesy rock. That guess. sounds better. Yeah, it does. It sounds different than <laughs> it's, Americana. It's definitely longer. <laughs> yeah, but you can't just put Americana on a T-shirt. I, I think you could actually. You can now, yeah. yeah you, you probably could. should now. Dan Rabbit. America. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, it's it's inevitable now. Oh man, it's a new campaign ad. <laughs> we'll sit down and talk about details after this. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We, we got some marketing soon. ideas. Just put Americana across my picture that <laughs> when you post it. Oh, just, I'm going to now. I'm gonna be the poster boy for Americana. I tried. I walked downstairs. I oh. missed the pictures. Were the pictures good? They came out. Well, you're going to have to wait and we'll see. We'll find out. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'll, I'll see what the rest of the world <laughs> To be honest, I didn't even look through them. I was just doing the whole... <laughs> yeah. I, turn back and look at me. Yeah, yeah give me those... Dragon pose. Lips. He did the dragon pose. Yeah. That was, was good. That was good. <laughs> I don't think I nailed it, though. It's, I mean, it could have been mm, a little better. No. But with more practice. Yeah. I could have been into it more. I just wasn't into the dragon pose. And I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think about the beer, guys? What do you think about this compared to the first one? I like it better. I mean, it's probably 100% better, right? I mean, the pale ale. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. We discussed this the other night. The Sierra Nevada pale ale, the original, is phenomenal. But mm -hmm. things have just grown so much as far as the hot varieties and uh, the way that you can brew and just different adjuncts that you can put into beer, the flavors much more flavorful Def i think yeah it definitely has a complex bouquet <laughs> oh yeah very nice very with the complex. vocabulary <laughs> i like it it's brighter which right. i just wanted to kind of come back to it i mean yeah, people are going to get mad that we didn't talk enough about the beer it's and, got i don't know whatever it's got a uh Good more citrusy maybe like orange zestish kind of like mango to it yeah, yeah. Oh, the, mango the that's mango what it was yeah. yeah yeah but yeah. i could see orange too yeah yeah, no, it definitely has that light flavor to it. Yeah. But it's got a, the the um it's got just the right amount of bitterness, I think. I think so too. I think the the first one was a little although it was only thirty eight IBUs, but it, was it definitely had more bitterness and dryness to it. This is a little more balanced, I think, than yeah. Than the other one. This I would like be it. really good with some spicy food. Yeah. Oh a little Thai food. Man, Thai food, that's immediately what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. So oh, let's get a take Where's out the intern? <laughs> <clears throat> Order us some Thai food. <laughs> if only. Give it a few weeks. Oh, there we go. I like where your head's at, man. It's what fast. Do, what do you say? You say give it a few weeks. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah, you'll have that intern in no time. 
don't have a few weeks. <laughs> you Whoa. don't have a few weeks? <laughs> I need time for Are you me. making an announcement? <laughs> yeah. My you know doctor what? told me I have <laughs> two weeks left to live. We oh, man. That well, that, that goes with what I want to really talk about right now. And it's something that I'm a little conflicted about. I have been craving French toast, waffles, and pancakes so badly that I'm probably going to have to go into a sugar coma soon. <laughs> Why? I, can't, I don't know, man. <clears throat> this is like the third day in the row, in a row, that I cannot stop thinking about Waffle House. Really? I go there all the time, but I don't get the waffles or something. I just get I know, I but get the waffles, two orders man. of eggs. Well, I get three eggs, scrambled with cheese, and I get a double order of sausage, maybe a side of bacon. I don't care what you wanted. I know. I'm just That's telling so you. you. I, I want to tell you my house. order now. Right. Yeah, let's hear what let's you want. You get the all-star breakfast? No, man. What? Really? Now, I, I used get to go in. Triple hash browns. Oh, oh my sorry. God. No, 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 no. Go, 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 go. I get triple hash browns. With the I, and I wish I could remember the scattered smothered thing. Like I don't ever remember that. I get it. With, no, you got it. Yeah, scattered smothered, covered and chunked and. Oh, but wow. I don't know what each one means. Okay. though. Yeah, I don't remember. So I, I get the the, the mushrooms, the tomatoes, jalapenos, mm. and uh, mushrooms, jalapenos. I think there's one other thing on there, but because I eat like ninety nine percent vegan. So okay. I go on right. there. Yeah, I get the hash browns. I get some toast. There is butter on that toast. So that's the one percent. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I get a side of tomatoes and a side of pickles. Nice. Cut the pickles up into those hash browns. What? Yeah. Just, I should see if they can cut mm. those up for me. I mean just throw I, them in there. It used to be the only reason I went there was for the hash browns, but now I've changed my diet so I don't eat uh, the carbs as much, so yeah. I've kind of eliminated the hash browns for the most part. And I'm just the opposite. I'm more carnivore than I am vegan. Yeah. <laughs> but yep. I can go either way. I don't have a... Are you doing keto? I don't or... go either way. Let's yep. get that straight. Yeah. Nailed Ketogenic it. Ketogenic diet. Yeah. yeah. He has a Keto Dojo page on Facebook. Oh, really? <sighs> Another selfless promotion. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> and you didn't do it. <laughs> he right, he did. You, man, so so yeah. two more. I get to throw something at you this time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. did you bring anything? No, I didn't. Well, I got, I got stuff over here. <laughs> well, I said There's no last time. You're not in. allowed to start looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stuff within. Reach. But that is right. I mean, I, I loosely follow it. No, I ate a slider today. Bun and everything. <laughs> oh, what? yep. Got a little daring. Had some carbs. <laughs> But I'm also lactose intolerant. Another shameless input. God, I said that way too much last time. You say that every episode. I know. We know already. I know. Jesus. Woo. Do not send us any milk. (laughs) Send us beers only. No milk. Beer with no lactose. Hey, whoa. Don't say that. (laughs) Don't say that. I will drink beer with lactose. That nothing butter than pear can pants is in there has right, lactose. You'll take it. one for the oh, team right. with the yeah, uh, lactose. I would probably drink that as well. I got you. Oh my god, we should. You want to split it? All right. Do you have one in there? <laughs> yeah, I was saving well, it. All right. Well, oh, let's wait. We're not done we'll, oh no, 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 not right now. Yeah, yeah. But we'll that'll be out. the uh, the dessert finish. Good finish as we leave. Excellent. Oh man, I'm so excited now because I wanted to save it for a good reason or a good time. And I work every night, and every time I get home, it's like, yeah, I really don't want to drink it now because it's so late. I'm already kind of tired. I'm yeah. not in that, that sweet spot. Yeah. 
So, so was, this is perfect. Yeah, I was going to ask you why you haven't gone to Waffle House, but now I know why because you yeah the carbs. Plus, oh, <laughs> is that why? So that's that's where I'm conflicted because it's not so much car- or I guess carbs, sugar is the same, but the sugar is what annoys me most. If, oh yeah. If I eat any, I mean, I try to avoid sugar. But I've been craving the sweet, sweet syrupy waffles, man. <laughs> and that's what okay. I'm, basically I'm gonna have a cheat day and just yeah. I mean, yeah, that, you can do that, man. I used to weigh 300 pounds, so believe me, I know are you about serious? loving food. 300 pounds. What are you no talking way. about? Wait a minute. What? Yeah. What? Uh, and you're what now? Oh, that's what, right, what ultra marathon guy. We we wanted to talk <laughs> yeah, about this. About it. Wait a minute, I'm gonna take a guess. So you're probably. Five ten, close six foot. Yeah, I'm six one and a half. Six one, <laughs> and I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. What a I'm gonna guess one eighty five. No, no. I'm Fuck. <laughs> I, I was trying to get a gig at the fair for this nice, year, and I can't. Do yeah, it. that was a nice uh, compliment. Though. Thank you. No, I'm right. I I I've been between one ninety and two hundred probably for the past like year or so, and I've. I fluctuate. I say that I've, I'm kind of like Oprah. I'm fat and I'm thin. I'm fat and I'm thin. I'm fat and I'm thin. I'm thin. No, like that's. that's I don't know. Reference. Like I mean, I'm sure Oprah didn't like it, but that's a no, good. No, I a heard a comedian say it once. I think, and yeah. I was like, "That's me." Like I've, I've lost. I've probably lost like a thousand pounds in my life as many oh times as, I, as I've lost fifty pounds and gained fifty back, or yeah. lost forty pounds and gained sixty back. Like I, like, had lost and gained a lot over the years and so um yeah so i've been maintaining at this weight for a while i really want to take a few more pounds off and i swear it's been it's it's been tough to right to it's always that last little leg yeah yeah i'll get it i'm gonna get it for sure for sure absolutely i mean i lost uh, like uh, over 100 pounds so and how'd you do that? I mean, going vegan or just... Uh... No, that was back when I was uh, like 31 or 32. And uh, I think I kind of... It's right when I was turning 32. And Well, let's start from the beginning. How did you get to 300 pounds? Let's start there and then work backwards maybe. So I was I, I was Getting never deep. the kid with abs <laughs> growing up. Like I was always uh, like... Amen, brother. So, like the soft one. And it, I don't know if... How, how old do you? 45. 45. So you probably remember the Special K commercial that used to say, you can't pinch an inch on me. Do you remember yeah, that yeah, commercial? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so that commercial. Yeah, the fucking sugary-ass <laughs> fucking Special K yeah, cereal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I had friends that would, like, friends that would tease me and be like, you can't pinch an inch on Dan, but you can pinch a mile. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <laughs> not even funny. Oh I'm even going out laughing at that. Dude, that is so <laughs> kids kids are great, so, though, right? Yeah. That is hilarious. And so that was like. I just grew up kind of with this mental image of myself, like being, not being a f- the fit guy, not being like, I skateboarded, but I wasn't a good skateboarder. I just like was bad. <laughs> Couldn't I do any tricks. Too. Like I love to ride. I still, I have two skateboards now. Like I love to get out there and, Long and board? ride around. Now I just like regular boards and I'll go to like the skate park and ride over the, like I can ride up and down the ramps and stuff and i right. could because you're not jumping and doing rails and all that no kind of stuff. i mean yeah. i used to be able to like grind and do a few little slide tricks oh. but i could never do flip tricks and stuff that weak ankles yeah they're always folding in on me <laughs> so if you ever want to do a skateboarding 
in the skate park photo shoot, let me know. Man, I'll bring my guitar and skateboard with my guitar. It's perfect. That's <laughs> We're awesome. doing it. I would love that. But yeah, so that was like I grew up like that. And so I just slowly put weight on over the years. I mean, I remember <laughs> this is kind of funny. I remember weighing like, I think, 79 pounds when I was 11. I, I remember I was camping and there I met this girl that I had a little bit of a crush on, mm-hmm. like camping weekend kind of crush. Of course. And we both weighed 79 pounds. So when we got on this teeter totter, like it, like, leveled out balanced yeah balanced perfect nice 79 pounds what? then the next weight i remember was 220 <laughs> oh. <laughs> i don't think i stepped on a scale from the time i was 11 till it's like 18 or something like it's just like there's nothing in between <laughs> so lost the lost years <laughs> excuse me sorry no that's too hard <laughs> oh my goodness so what's your favorite thing to eat then not, not limited to Waffle House. Nachos, probably. Oh, yeah. Nachos. And popcorn. Popcorn and nachos, man. I could subsist mm-hmm. off of that. But yeah, so I just. I probably could too. I, I won't at this point, but. Yeah. What, popcorn? Popcorn was my number one thing to eat for I a st- long, 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 long. I time. still, like, I have popcorn. I try to have popcorn at least once a week. I mean, I just love it. And I just put good. spices on it. Oh, of, ooh, yeah, fancy yeah. popcorn. Yeah, man. You put some paprika, some garlic powder, <laughs> some onion powder. Right, you're going to have to send me this recipe. I'm going to go get some Dude, popcorn. Dude, you just take the spices that look good and you put them in there and they're good. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do for everything. I'm <laughs> like, I don't know if this works with this, but I like both of them. Yeah, <laughs> just open the, the cabinet. I made some of the best eggs the other day for myself. Or you just like top notch. make it easy and go to... Was that uh, booth at the farmers market? It's like Charleston Spices or something like that, and they have right. all the spice. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, grab yeah. a couple of those, and they just yeah. Brian probably the same guy that's downtown, right on King Street, the mm-hmm. Charleston Spice Company or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. It, is it Brian? Maybe it's not Brian. Not sure of the name. Teddy, is it Teddy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No. Sam. Sam. I, I bought some spices from them at the. That's like the only thing i bought at the flower town festival was spices wow from charleston spice company <laughs> for my popcorn what did you go for your popcorn <laughs> that's even better i think it was friday that i bought the spices nice how busy was it because Sunday oh, or saturday got canceled yeah i mean saturday morning was busy too though friday was uh, it was like not sl- swamped or anything like that saturday morning was actually busier than friday was okay Wait, saturday yeah. got canceled what are you talking about well, when it started raining bad, they shut it all down. Really? Yeah, around 1 yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was working uh, 12 to 5 or whatever. I didn't know that, but I didn't think they'd shut it down. I thought it was just oh, yeah, the, it, rain it, or shine, whatever. Within an hour of raining, it was done. Really? Yeah, it, it was raining so hard, too. It was like torrential downpour. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I still got some of Mike's uh, fried... Pomfrites? Shrimp. No, I got fried shrimp with some kind of... Gravy? <laughs> aioli. It's like aioli, some kind of yeah. garlic aioli or yeah, something. It yeah. was delicious. I love aioli, I was man. running with like a plate covered over it, and I would just pause and throw it in my mouth, and you keep running. <laughs> it was yeah. delicious. I had aioli on my dinner tonight. Yeah, it's good good stuff. stuff. Yeah. Because you think it's going to be cream, but it's not. It's like mayo or egg whites. Yeah. I didn't get to make it down there at all for the festival. No. I missed Friday, then I worked Saturday, and then yesterday, 
I just was lazy. <laughs> hey, man, yeah, lazy do a lot of research important. for this tonight, so, but yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, did you ever have to follow any kind of strict training, like practicing? Did you ever feel like you didn't want to pick it up ever? For the, the guitar? Yeah, because yeah. I know I, mean, I, I get plenty of times where I don't even remotely want to pick up a paintbrush. Yeah, no, I definitely go through cycles of creativity and... Um, desire to play and I, or I have gone through cycles and I never did any rigorous training my rigorous training was sitting on the couch watching TV doing <laughs> doing scales like that was it like sit there and do scales while I watch TV um, but uh, yeah I mean I like I said before there have been times like I haven't picked up the guitar in six or eight months and I'm like why haven't I done that like what happened um, but I don't think I feel like that's not going to happen again because I'm just so into it right now. Right. So, I was just yeah. thinking. Yeah. So too. what? I mean, yeah. What are your goals at this point? I mean, well, you're just playing it for fun right now. Are you playing to try and make this a career? Are you trying to get into a band? I mean, what is Dan Riley's plan for music? My plan, like my first and foremost plan, is just to keep making it. <laughs> you know, keep perfect. And and get, I mean, is it more for yourself than, than other people, or I mean, therapeutic or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely therapeutic. Yeah, <laughs> I got issues, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Just listen to my music, and yeah. you will know me front to back. Um, no, but uh, so it definitely is therapeutic. I mean, at this point with having kids and running a business and trying to be a good husband and like mow the lawn every now and then so the neighbors don't complain, you know, um, it's, I don't, there's not a lot of time there, but I've been making more of an effort to make it out to some of the open mics, like going to the ice house on Sunday nights. And it's kind of rough on Monday morning getting up for work when yeah. I've been up to like 12 or one the night before, but right. you know, I've managed to do it so far. So, um, then just, yeah, just getting out there as much, uh, more and writing more too. So, um, I've got it. And as far as like a band, I don't have, I wouldn't say so goal wise, my goal probably at this point is just to get better. Um, I'm not a technician by any means. I'm kind of sloppy in my, uh, in playing the guitar. It's at least how I feel about it. Um, so I can I could stand to improve there for sure and get in a little better control over my voice would be good for me too. So I know just the more that I do it, the the more that stuff will come to me. So um, that's the main thing is just that the goals to improve right now, but also to just get out there as much as I can. And um, I've been playing with my friend, <clears throat> known, just known for like a month, a month and a half, but his name's Perth Palmer. He plays slide guitar. And okay. so he's been doing that. We've been getting together and doing that. And it's he's he's really good with what he does. And so and it fits really nicely with what I'm doing, too. So you, if you go on my Facebook page, I, I'm pretty sure there's me and him playing together on there okay. on the live feed. But, yeah. Nice. So, yeah. Hey, just pull, pull that mic in a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Sorry. Actually, if I could, let's take a quick break. Yep. I could change the GoPro. We'll okay. get new glasses, and I'll pour that beer. All right. We'll take a look at Sounds this good. camera as well. Yeah. Oh. Staying on, it looks like. Cool. Since Let since it ride. Plugged in. I didn't think it was recording when it was plugged in before, but we're still learning, trying to figure it all out. So what do we got oh. here? We got the um, 
I was trying to look it up, but I couldn't remember the name of it. So the There's nutter, nothing butter oh, nothing, than a nice pair of cam pants. Nothing. <laughs> there's nothing. There we go. Which is a playoff of the head brewer at Edmonds Oast. There's His nothing butter than a nice uh, pair of cam pants. Nothing. Why is my son calling me? Do not call me. Ooh, Brian, Brian. 10% alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no IBUs listed. It's a blonde barley wine style ale with peanut butter, lactose, and vanilla. Yep. I know. I know. All right. And I've had this before. I thought it tasted exactly like a Nutter Butter. It was a little sweet for me as far as a beer that I'd like to drink a whole full pour of it. So I'm glad we're kind of sharing it. I can drink it all day, baby. If you like Nutter Butters, this is the beer to drink. (laughs) It's fucking fantastic. Will you do the honors and pour? Yeah, if you didn't put it so far away. I know. Well, I was going to pour it, and then I forgot that I had to record. All right. Let me try and you pull know, this. Responsibilities are a bitch. <laughs> Here we go. All right. So we got a... Uh, yeah, we need to cheers this one for the camera. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. All right. So there's a little bit of a... Ooh. Oh, man. That's not good. I would have cried. <laughs> yeah. That would have been the last podcast. We would have we would have went our separate ways, I think, at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little bit more dance since you're the guest. Awesome. All right, fellas. Oh wait, do we need uh, do we need the can? All right, we're the can do can can pants. A nice little can pants shout out photo filming montage. I don't know. I'm <clears throat> rambling. This is uh, from Westbrook. It's a collaboration with Edmonds Oast, as a matter of fact. So they it collaborated is. on this. Let's cheers this bad boy. And, uh, thanks to Dan for showing cheers. up. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, guys. It's yes. been a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying this. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, yeah, it smells hmm. like another butter. Oh. The smell, the taste, I mean, it's it's spot on. It is so good. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah. Oh, rare treat. <laughs> it is, is a fucking spot It on. is a dessert. Here, but now I feel like I need some popcorn. <laughs> Dude, popcorn would be so good with this. Right? Some salty popcorn yeah. to balance out that sweetness. Ooh. <laughs> but if you have That's a peanut a allergy, idea. it does contain peanuts. So just a fair warning. Yes. You don't want to drink that. Fair. Oh my gosh. I am going to have to. This feels like a nice cigar. When you just want to sip oh, it and just cigar would be good with it. Every actually. single sip. Yeah. I just. Uh, Got one more reason to be sad for people who are allergic to peanuts. Yeah. Oh my gosh, good point. Yeah, like this is, they'll never have this. Yeah, and, and when I'm did that sorry. happen? I mean, when did people become allergic to peanuts? Is that something from, I don't even know. Mm. I think it's always been that way and people just died. Oh, people just <laughs> oh my God. That, that, that might be, I mean, Maybe. it's not something that just came up in the 21st century or whatever. It's been around, we just didn't know about it. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a peanut history expert. <laughs> I'm not either. That's a totally different show. George Washington Carver. Just a question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'll let us know. <laughs> he knows about peanuts, man. Yeah. Or Jimmy Carter. He knows about peanuts as well. Yep. From the 80s. He's, he's a president, in case people didn't know. Okay. <laughs> people in this room. <laughs> yeah. Not going to mention any names. Right. Whatever, guys. Young Buck. <laughs> that was a uh, low blow. <laughs> Joke's on you. I don't know many of the presidents. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So transition. Speaking of a low blow, 
what have I heard? <laughs> Not going that direction. Oh, what, what's that? What have I heard about uh, an arm wrestling match between you and Caleb Taylor? Oh, what is, what is going on here? Is there beef? Is there something going on? Oh yeah. Where's the bookie? We uh, we have a feud that goes way back. We got into a brawl in the middle of Main Street one day. If you look back through one of my my other events that I've had there, you'll see it posted there. You and Caleb Taylor. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, I got a good story about Caleb Taylor too. All right. Let's hear it. Oh right. yeah, I'm excited. But it's not. Nobody really can get good. too much. Of <laughs> it's Caleb actually Taylor. more about Caleb Choir than it's about Caleb Taylor. Oh no! <laughs> because right. when you first texted me about being on the show, you had a new number, so I didn't have your number, and you were like, "This is Caleb." And I want you to be on my show, Craft Conversations. And I'm like, oh, like, I'm like, Caleb, Caleb. And then I asked you, like, I'm sorry. I, I think I asked you, who is this? And you're like, oh, this is Caleb. And then I was like, okay, which Caleb? Because I know two Calebs. Oh, and no. Then you said Craft Conversations. And I was like, oh, Caleb Taylor. Erase his old number, put his new number oh, on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Caleb Taylor, if you're listening, I don't have your number anymore. Wow. I can, I can, I'll Caleb send Caleb. it to you. <laughs> I have Caleb Quires. Number oh my place. gosh! So I have him on my phone as homegrown <laughs> Caleb. That's what I have. Yeah, yeah. Well, he is homegrown. <laughs> That's homegrown the thing Caleb. I love about him. Um, yeah. So anyway, no, actually, uh, there's no feud whatsoever. Um, well, yeah. I just uh, I'm a goofy guy and I like to do goofy things. So I pretend that we have a feud and <laughs> I post it like every two or three times when I play there. Like I don't post that every time because I don't want it to be like too much because then people might think that there really is a feud or they'll be like oh this joke is old so i'll just like post regular posts and then the feud comes back Caleb <laughs> arm wrestling well we brought it up today or he brought it up somebody brought it up we were sitting there he did not like that and status either, he says that know. he's gonna what? win because he he lifts heavier stuff that's true because oh, no. he lifts I, beer all day. I do not have good arm strength or upper body strength. I, I'll tell you that. I can run all day, but <laughs> don't, don't give me something to lift because my back is bad and my arms are weak. Yeah. Well, let's get into that. You brought it up. I mean, you could run all day. I mean, how did you get into running? I mean, we talked a little oh, bit yeah, earlier ultra about marathon. ultra running, and we had maybe a common bond in that. But I had yeah. no idea where you were going with that. I was like, no. oh, no, what did I bring up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Um, when I initially, when I lost weight, I lost, I lost a hundred pounds in six months. Okay. So, wow. There, and I never, I kind of finished the story there. I, it was when I was 32. Um, one day I was sitting at home on my couch watching television and just in pain, my knees hurt, my back hurt, like, like not playing with my kids cause I was just in pain. And I was like, right. you know what? At like, this point you're how much? Like two. yeah, around three hundred, oh, like okay. around, around two ninety, like two ninety and two ninety five, something like that. And I'm like, I'm in pain. Like this sucks. I'm sitting on the couch and I'm in pain. And I just went to work today. I didn't do like anything crazy. And then it occurred to me. I was like, I could be moving and I would be in pain too. Like if I was doing some kind of exercise and maybe at least if I was doing that, I might get a little healthier. So that kind of occurred to me. And right around that same time, my, my uh, older brother came for a visit and he brought um, the book ultra marathon man by Dean Carnassus. Oh, I got um, it. Yeah. It's, I own a, it. it's a easy, easy read. Um, and it's just awesome. He's a good storyteller. It, Absolutely. The, yeah. And so I read that and I was like, well, what the heck? Like, 
he eats pizzas on runs. I'd like to eat pizzas yeah. on runs. Yeah, he would talk about getting a full large pizza and just kind of rolling, rolling it up it. into a burrito yeah. and just eating it. Yeah. Oh, man, I could eat I'm one like, of those right now. I could like, eat a full large pizza and not have to pay for it, I'm in with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's wow. do it. And we'll pull up next to him and just kind of hand this pizza out the window to him while he's yeah. running. Yeah. Yep. And so um, anyway, I was like, ultra marathons. I've never heard of that before. That sounds insane. I think I want to try that. <laughs> so <laughs> that's okay. That's how my brain works. It's, it's <laughs> not right. Um, and apparently Brian's do. So yeah. that's the thing I love most about ultra marathons is you go and at the starting line, it's like the biggest group of misfits you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, the first one I ever did was a 50 miler. It was up in Anchorage, Alaska, Hope, Alaska, actually not Anchorage. And um, 50 miles, and there was 12 of us at the starting line. So, yeah, it's not a big, very big group. I mean, yeah. it's a very small niche of people. Um, and 12 of us started off like crazy men at 5.30 in the freaking morning to go through these freaking mountains. 50 miles, the first 38 miles were unsupported, so you had to bring your own pack, your own fuel, your own water. And at mile 38, you finally got an aid station where you could kind of refuel. We'd drop a bag off there and had to change of clothes or whatever, but... Yeah, this group of people is just insane. I mean, the ultra runners are They're insane. different breed. I mean, that's all you different guys breed, say. Just yeah. insane. Yeah, different breed. But yeah. I mean, it yeah, certainly sure. sounds insane to me. So oh, it's it's awesome though. And so what I did in that first six months when I started losing weight, like once I started, I joined I joined a gym and started going to like cycling classes, and that was like pretty easy on the knees. And I was like, this is pretty cool. And then. uh one of the instructors was like, have you ever done a triathlon? You should do a triathlon. I'm like, look at me. I'm not a triathlete. Yeah, like you're insane. I'm like, no, you should just try one. They're cool. Like it'll be a lot of fun. And so I did one of the sprint triathlons at James Island. Right. And then, um, by the time, so that was in, I think May, maybe I think that, that was when the first, they have their first one is like the end of May. And so between, uh, January and May, I lost about 50 or 60 pounds, I think, at that right, point. So months. by the time I did my first sprint, I was down to um, to like 240 or so. And then I did the rest. I did like all four of them, that, or I think it was four, four at the time in the, in the series that they have out there. And so I, I did the rest of them consecutively and so then in september by that by the time i got to the last one i was down to around two two twelve two ten something like that and then in september there was the uh kiwa island triathlon which is an olympic distance so the sprints are the shortest and there's the olympic right sprint is what three miles run a 12 mile bike i think mm-hmm. or something and then a 500 meter swim something yeah, like that yeah, right the, it depends. A sprint can be 700 meters. Too, like <clears throat> a, it lengths can vary a little bit, but right. that's what it is at James Island, that um, 512 and three, uh, 3.1. Yeah. But uh, so then I so I did that Kiwa Island Marathon, and I was swimming at this uh, the Crowfield Pool up in Goose Creek. That's where I was doing my swim training, and a couple of the guys they were like, oh, you should sign up for an Ironman. And I was like, that's insane. Like, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, why not? Like, you, you could probably do an Ironman. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I signed up for an Ironman. And, right. Uh, and an Ironman is what? 
it, it's a uh, marathon run, right? Yeah, it's, I can't even remember the distances now. It's been so long. I think it's 2.1 mile swim. Something like that, yeah. 12 mile bike ride. And that sounds about right. And 2.2 mile run. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it's the big uh, boy. Yeah, it's it's long. It took, thir- took, took, took me 13 hours, right at 13 hours. Oh, my gosh. But, um, yeah, so I, I just went from, you know, sprint triathlon in May to Ironman in October. Nice. Um, and by what the a time badass. I was 185, that was my lowest weight. And yeah, I, I was doing doing pretty good. But I was eating, <clears throat> the, training for the Ironman, you know, you're working out, you know, three to six hours a day pretty much. And mm-hmm. on the weekends, like eight hours. Yeah. And so I was eating like five or six hundred, no, five or six thousand calories easily a day and losing weight. And so, Sheesh. after the race, like a I gained like twenty pounds back the next month because yeah. I was just like you, you continue to eat the same stuff, eating, yeah, but not training. So, because um, I can pack it away when I'm hungry, <laughs> right? I don't have the switch that tells me, tells me I'm full. I've never had that, so I have yeah. to physically like look at the food and how much I've eaten on my plate and like. Yeah, that's the size of my stomach. Yeah, yeah. Were you still trying <laughs> oh, to wow. to uh, during that period? Were you trying to do a different diet? I mean, did you just eat whatever, or did you kind of doubt in kind of do healthier type options and stuff? Yeah, definitely was doing healthier stuff. But like on the big training days, I'd like treat myself to a pizza or something. Treat right. yourself. <laughs> that's right. Treat yeah, yourself. I mean, at that period yeah. in my life, same thing. I was doing marathons, ultra marathons. I did a tri- a sprint sprint triathlon. That's the, the biggest distance I did. But at that point, I was thinking I can just eat whatever the fuck I want to eat, and yeah. I can run it off. And really, that's not the way you should be. I mean, you should still try and eat healthy, whole foods and things like that. So yeah. even though I was doing all those great things, I, I wasn't the healthiest that I've ever been in my life. Right. No, I, I, I was I, kind of a, a skinny fat is what yeah, they call junk it. Food, yeah. Junk food athlete, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely can relate with that. Like pizza, Cape Cod chips and French onion dip and Oreos were like my go-to for <laughs> like post uh, train long training day meals like right. get all five thousand calories in one sitting. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, that's embarrassing. And it's it used hard. to be very, you know, I was very high carbs. I was trying to run off of carbs, and now I'm, I've switched fuels. I'm trying to run off of fats now, so I, I've yeah. stopped doing all that stuff. But like that fifty miler at mile thirty eight, at the aid station there, of course they got aid. You know, if you need uh, band aids, some uh, Vaseline, whatever. Oh my god! For your injuries and oh. uh, blisters, blisters and what have you, oh. they had nothing but Coca Cola and potato chips and M and M's and just yeah. all these super carb heavy stuff that you yeah. wanted to kind of fuel your fuel yourself with to get you through that next twelve miles. And at this point, I would throw up if I ate that stuff at, at mile thirty eight. But yeah. you know what I found? It, what I like to use in, is uh, those, the nut butters that come in the little packs. Like uh, I forget the brand name. Um, but the, it's this like uh, almond maple almond butter. Okay, this stuff is awesome. That's great. Like right, just like a gel or a goo or something. Yeah, I can't do gels and goos. They just make me sick. I mean, I used to, but really. I can't do them anymore. Yeah, no. I, I could never do them. I tried them a couple times and like just messed me up my yeah. stomach up. And even um, sports drinks, like I can't do any of the powdered sports drinks. I just go with water and saline tabs, like, and that's it. Yeah, I do a lot of the the salt tabs and stuff too, yeah. the electrolyte powders and things. Yeah. yeah. But um, 
Yeah, there's the aid stations like the best part of the races, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. All those M and M's and oh man, good times. Yeah, what are you doing now? That, that I knew that thing was gonna die. It's gonna die soon, so I've been recording. Oh, okay. Just in case it died. Do we need to hook up a phone or something? Well, this is gonna record, so we can keep is, going. Is this thing still on? Can you still see a light on top? Yeah, it's all red. So I don't know what that means, but no, red is good. Red is okay. Recording, red so. is recording. Well, we're also at one fifty. Oh, really? Hour and fifty minutes. Fuck! Are you serious? Yeah, it's only ten forty though. I mean, if you wanted to kind of wrap it up, or maybe have yeah. Dan play some songs, or well, yeah, I mean, I do think you have anything the, else I, you wanted I, to cover? I think the showcase is we want to hear some fucking songs for sure. <laughs> Definitely want to I mean, hear really, some I mean, really, I mean, that's songs. why you're on. We want to promote your music and and try and get people to come out and see your shows and. Whatever. I mean, it's the whole reason you're on. Um, well, I don't know if it's the whole reason, but we're here for, <laughs> for that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'd love this. Um, so, I've got three songs that I'm interested in. Oh, <laughs> you went with three. Yeah. Um, I know yeah, Caleb, Caleb had an idea. I'd love to have you sit at the table here and we can film it and see some, some different angles. But Caleb had an idea of what'd you call it? the carpet the carpet wall session the carpet wall sessions so we're thinking about that i think it's a cool space you got some cool lighting you got this carpet thing behind you it's kind of different but um one thing i saw and maybe i'd like to see you maybe play here at the end of the table is you played a song for your uh cousin becky lee mm-hmm. called one day oh yeah yeah you remember that by um Mattis Modest Yahoo. Modest Yahoo. Oh, yeah. it's a one, one name type thing. Yeah, he's awesome, man. Yeah, so I saw that and I said, well, you know what? Fucking Becky Lee loves that song. Why not? Why don't we play that for Becky Lee tonight? And you can send this podcast to her and, yeah. and give her a shout out to that. And mm. I think it would be great. I think yep. it would be something kind of cool. She was promoting. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, a younger cousin, older cousin? I mean, what's no, the age so on she's Becky? She's actually my, my wife's cousin. Okay. Um, yeah, and she came down uh, what, like a month ago or so and visited, and it's the first time we've really gotten to spend time with her. And, and came down from, from where? Maine, Rhode Island from, or something? From Maine. She okay. From Maine, yeah. And so she came down for like for about a week, and um, her parents were in Myrtle Beach, so she spent some time in Myrtle Beach, but she also ended up spending some time with uh, with our family. And it's been a long time since my wife was able to hang out with her, and. Uh, it was just awesome. it was cool they ended up staying some extra days that they weren't expecting to stay but we just had such a great time like she's uh, an awesome person i um i consider her part of my family so yeah, yeah. very cool and you know like i said i got three things i don't know if you if you know how to even play them you know if you got them in your head or whatever uh, yeah, if it's something that you can play if not just tell me fuck off i can't play that right now i don't know i don't, I don't remember the lyrics or whatever but um, I think that would be a cool one to start off with. Cool. Yeah, to be honest with you. So if you want to grab a, a mic and uh All right. Studio. Okay. Whoa. So yeah, if, if you can't see what we're looking at here, which you may or may not be able to, depending on the cameras that on, he's pulled out this thing that's about the size of uh Yeah, you can where's the camera here? Yeah, just camera here, maybe this camera here. Yeah. So that's it's called the spire. Okay. Ooh. And it's a new uh, newer device, but it's really affordable. Um, I want to say 
is less than four hundred dollars, and so it's cool. It um, it just makes recording super simple, and so I'm like I said before, I'm not like audio wise like anytime just getting into you know um, Garage Band or <clears throat> I had Pro Tools on my I was trying to learn that on my Mac for a while and just like could not really get the hang of it so well I, I understand it's it's tough um and so this thing is literally like you want you just push the power button if you want to record you hit new song do a, or do a sound check hit new song and start recording and you can either it syncs with an app on your phone so you can literally do oh, the mixing beautiful. on your phone or <clears throat> um you can store it on here and then down download it later okay. so it's cool so like that's why I brought it and I just wanted to test it out. I've only played with, around with it at home, so I figured I'd just bring it and like. Should use we it turn our mics off? I don't. Your mics? Will it interfere? I don't know. I don't a, think so. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, so you so. want to record what you're playing, and then you can. Yeah, send I'm just me gonna. That file. Yeah, I'll send you the file. Love it. So right. I, yeah, this is beautiful. our first time, guys. We're for, first, uh, first recording on the episode. On the we may uh, have to podcast, get one of these. So, honestly, that's a great idea. Yeah. So this is gonna be something new for us. So if it comes out great. You're welcome. If it doesn't, <laughs> sorry. we're sorry. We'll, we'll try <laughs> yeah. again next time. Yeah, yeah, and the cool thing about this, too, is it has on the back, it's got a quarter-inch and XLR inputs with phantom power, so you can run a condenser mic off of it. And right, the same stuff we got here, yeah. Yeah, and this is a condenser mic on the front. Nice. So built-in condenser so mic. So I'm just going to try well. using that and see what it does. I don't know. Yeah, like, excellent. It's worked fairly good so far and uh, so. that's what we're going to do when we have you go in the corner we're going to use this mic here this is a condenser mic right awesome yeah yeah i mean we could also use the same thing right we'll do the same yeah thing. we'll do both you yeah. know see what oh it even glows we could mix we could mix them if you do both right so I this gonna, is uh so you know tune up whatever but this yeah, is going to be yeah, okay. uh what did i say one day by what's the name again Mata, uh, Mattis Yahoo. Mattis, Mattis, Mattis. Or Mattis Yahoo. I don't know how. Mattis. I think it is Mattis. M A T I S Y A. Whatever. Yeah. He that dude that is super cool though. Uh, that guy's awesome, man. Right. And this is going to be for for Becky. Becky Lee. Mm-hmm. All right. I just do have to tune up real quick. I think it sounds like. Yeah, it's... man. Take your time. Finish my dessert first. You guys have been drinking your beer so quickly. Well, that's because <laughs> this is the ones we started with tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I started true. with about four other ones <laughs> before we started. Yeah, I didn't have anything before it came. What do we got? Actually, I take that back. I had like half of a PBR because I used it the other half in cooking dinner tonight. So. Peanut butter, rasp- peanut butter raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. No. The blue ribbon of beard, or was it? Like for... All I know is it's one more, one more awards than anyone else apparently. So. Man, PBR. Fifty minutes already. No. That right. went by so quickly. Well, no, I don't. You said one fifty, right? Well, it's at one fifty-seven now. Okay. God, that went by so fast. Yeah. Alright, so I'm just gonna do sound check and play real quick. I mean it seemed effortless, right? Yeah. Okay, there it 
there it is. Yeah. All right. I got it. All right. So what I did, I just hit the sound check button and it like sets your levels for you. Right. Gives you some feedback. So I'm do new song. Just gonna record. Excellent. Flat, but I can't. Excellent. That's for you, Becky Lee. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> sorry for messing it up a few times, but no, I got that was through it. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> I loved it. I didn't even notice that you messed up. Oh, I definitely great. did. Yeah. I didn't either. I was into it. That's what people always say, and I never believe them. People are like, "Oh, you messed up. I didn't notice." I'm like, 
Yeah. Well, I mean, thanks for being. Probably not musicians or whatever. They didn't hear anything, but I didn't hear anything to be honest. I think that's one of the reasons I'm so bad at editing audio. Is I'm completely tone deaf. I cannot pick up pitch to save my life. And I was thinking, I'll tell you where it is. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he's been he's been helping me. Yeah, yeah, we've had so much help with levels and sound and all this kind of stuff. But I was thinking, man, I wish you could have hooked up your own phone and done your your live thing that you normally do. Oh yeah, no, I wanted to do that actually. Yeah, yeah. So maybe the the next song we can try and hook up a your live feed and try and get you. Yeah, I'd like to say something before I I meant to do that too. Thank you for reminding me, Brian. But I don't know. Did you have any requests? What was the song that you sent me? I really like that. That's one. what I'm getting to. I, I want to finish with that. Actually, I think that's a great song, and I hope I hope he knows. I, I didn't pick any, but I do know I have about enough filming for. I might be able to fit two more songs. So okay. All right. Well, I got we two. We probably got, wrap it up. I got two this. songs. Okay. okay. Finish with the the fin- two finale. All right. So let me ask you about this. So I I, I had written a note about a song called, and, and I've just realized that you're not left-handed, right? You're right-handed yeah yeah because the facebook <laughs> when it, you take the video it flips right it so i saw a song called left-handed boy and i'm thinking oh, okay yeah. he wrote this song about himself he's left-handed <laughs> but now i realize you're not left-handed so the camera no. is skewed but what's that song about so that song let me see hey guys i'm live what's up i'm just gonna leave that there nice yeah so let me show you who i'm with here though first i'm with brian what's up guys senior over there i'm with Caleb Choir. Hey. Whose phone number is now under Caleb Taylor? You don't know about that, but you will <laughs> you'll find out about that when you That's listen funny. to the podcast. Now who's Bizarro? Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, so left-handed boy. So that's just um man. Uh my so kind of the inspiration for that came from stories that my dad used to tell me um growing up he was in Catholic school. And right, and I heard that. I thought it, I thought that was you, but yeah, no. So that was my dad, and he he went to Catholic school, and like he knew kids that like got their knuckles beat because they were left-handed, you know, because yeah. left means sinister, and so um, yeah, and so that's always something that kind of st- stuck with me. That was like, man, that's like. <laughs> Who came up with that? Because that person is so messed up. Like you're left-handed, and you're like you have that has to be beaten out of you. And then like they convinced these ladies who have dedicated their lives to God and are probably otherwise like really good people to like beat the left hand out of you. Like yeah. I don't know. So that's always not s- sat right with me. Um, and I bet some of those nuns enjoyed it. Oh man, you know I don't even want to think about it, but. <laughs> That, that was a little dark. <laughs> Whoops. Well, that happens. I mean, that's life, right? There is a lot of darkness out there. Yeah. Um, and so this is kind of about that. My older brother is left-handed, so I always think of like what he would have had to go through if he went to Catholic school. Um, and then, it, too, it's just about um, trying to change something that's really hard to change. Or maybe doesn't even need to be changed, but you feel like it does because of what you've been told. Okay. Um, That's deep. I like that. I like it. Totally different than what I thought it was, but let's do it. Worn out knuckles and wearing shame. Just another 
something to say He would try at night And sit up really late and write And say words Left-handed boy When we learn A dirty addition Piles. What he always came home to Hugs and kisses and little smiles Were far from love he knew But he would try at night Sit up really late and write the same Fantastic. Thank you. Love that. Yeah, I got a t- totally new meaning for that. I mean, what were like you I th- said, I thought that you were a left-handed boy, and this was your story growing up, that you yeah. had this Catholic upbringing and shame and all this kind of stuff with being yeah. left-handed. But No, I mean, and there's, there's definitely parts of my uh, youth interspersed in there. And, um, you know, uh, at the end there, just kind of like something that I think people can relate with you know um just I think sometimes feeling like a fraud like right once this person finds out who I really am then they're just gonna go like anybody else like you know so I don't know um but yeah I guess (laughs) yeah super catchy tune I mean very melodic I love it it flows very well fantastic i mean yeah that's it's why I super it, simple too and that's like all of my songs are like if i could play a song with one finger i will do that because yeah. <laughs> i can handle that that's fine <laughs> kiss made a whole living on that right like two or three chords i mean that's all yeah. they freaking did all day but yeah um we got time for one more yeah i said we bust out the carpet wall session finale all right 
Well, all right, Carpet Wall Session. What I would like is. to hear, unless you got something else you'd rather play, Dan, that's totally up to you. But uh, probably one of the most favorite things I've I've heard from you since I've been listening to your music is uh, a song called "We Could." It's an original from oh, you. Okay, yeah, yeah. Do you have uh, cool, yeah. time for that? I you got it that. in your head. Oh yeah, yeah. We'd I... like to uh, to set up the chair over here in the carpet, <laughs> the carpet wall. Yeah. And kind of do that with the backdrop and finish up with that, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That sounds, that great. sounds great. Awesome. Let's Excellent. do it. All right. So what we're doing is we're moving all the equipment to the carpet wall, which was here when I bought the place. And we're going to try and see if we can get... This is called We Could. It's an original by Dan Riley. I, I fell in love with, in love with it when words. I listened to it. I was like, man, that is just uh, really recounts a lot of relationships and uh, feelings that I've thought about uh, certain women and how I wish things would go in a relationship and sometimes it just doesn't go the way you want it to but you wish it would and um, sometimes at the at the end it works out oh there we go I got it now there we go all right <laughs> and we're back threaten me with Facebook and I'll remember it I think I have to watch myself to remember my own songs. Turn out good 
is rarely easy I found that to be true Maybe that's just for me Don't let me speak for you So funny story. <laughs> that song uh, is actually about me and my wife. Um, I hired her for a marketing for a marketing position. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, actually, so I hadn't dated anyone in like two years, and I was at a point in my life where I was like, I've got my kids, I've got my business, I don't need a like, I'm done, like, <laughs> I'm not not right. trying to get married again, like, not into that game. Yeah, and so, I feel you. Um, so she responded to my interview, and she had like this portfolio online. And I looked at it, I'm like, man, this is like, she's super talented. And so then she came in uh, for the interview, and I was talking to one of my other guys when she came in. We were kind of in a conversation already, and so when I saw her, I was like, oh man, like. I'm in trouble. <laughs> and so she, I literally made her wait like 15 minutes. I had this small office is like maybe 200 square feet. And like she sat in this chair over there where I finished this conversation that I was having. that was really about nothing and not important, but I just couldn't even look at her and talk at the moment. Like in the first five minutes of our conversation I was just like trying to make words come out of my mouth (laughs) and so three hours later I was like was that was that an interview or a date because I feel (laughs) like that was a date (laughs) Um, but anyway so I called her up the next day and I was like I was like hey like I want to have a second interview (laughs) she's like right yeah second interview (laughs) like no no seriously there's a few things like in talking to you that I want to discuss like I think there are um, like specific things that we need to be aware of, of your strengths and weaknesses that we need to work together on. And I called her out. Like, I, like there were a few things that I was like, hey, like I see this about you. Like, I think we need to approach, if we are going to work together, we need to approach things. So it was all business. Um, and I was trying to stay business, believe me. And she was too. But that lasted like two or three weeks. And we're like, <laughs> do you want to just date instead? Because I think that would be way more fun than working together. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what? Four months later, we were married. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. what a story. Never looked back. Like, just the love of my life. She's awesome. So nice. Yeah. When this airs Friday, you're so getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's happening. <laughs> that is happening. Oh, man. But yes, yeah, so that's what that song was about. It's just like, uh, we, you know, shouldn't do this. We, but we, 
we could like, yeah yeah it's awesome be cool. that's why i connected i mean I, I i feel that it's i like it thanks americana that's my jam yo yeah. all right well, i think that's gonna wrap it up sweet awesome that's fun so on that note mr dan riley we will talk to you soon yeah, man. See you guys. Talk to you See soon. See you at the Porch Jam, May 13th. Oh, Run wait. out. Selfless promotion. <laughs>